I said, you're going to have to creep a little closer to your wireless because we do have the head coach of the team as our MVP of the show uh, today. It is none other than Coach Keitano Tembo, and he is on the line. Coach, a warm welcome to the show, and thank you so much for your time. Thank you very much for having me, Ronnie. It's always good to chat, Coach. We've made it today 51. Can you believe it? 51 <laughs> of a <laughs> lockdown. I mean, how have you dealt with this uh, confinement, if I could if I could describe it as that? I look, uh, it's been uh, very difficult for, for everyone, uh, especially for us, you know, in our work environment where we always rely on each other. Mm. And it's been very tough you know, for for the players and uh, for the technical team, but as well as, as our fans as well. Yeah. But at the same time, I think uh, this is all new to everyone. And uh, what comes first is the health of uh, each and every one of us. And I think that's what we need to put first you know, before anything else. Yes, definitely. I mean, lives are far more important, I guess, than anything else at the moment. But what did you find most frustrating about being in a lockdown? Well, look, I think uh, uh, the most frustrating thing uh, for us is... uh, For you, for you. uh, For me. For you. (laughs) Look, for me personally, uh, I think uh, probably it has been... uh, uh, frustrating in the sense that uh, I'm used to going out, uh, training the guys on the pitch, and doing all the work, you know, in a group. Whereas now uh, we have to rely on uh, a video, you know, footage, you know, mm-hmm. to work on the players. And uh, I think it's been very frustrating. But at the same time, it's it's in, it's eye opening because. Uh, 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 now you've got to give responsibilities to the players and trust them as well that they will, you know, uh, do their job. But at the same time, it's, it becomes a mental issue uh, mm. because it's tough. It's not easy. You're training alone uh, under lockdown and there's not that motivation. Sometimes you lack that motivation on a daily basis mm. because you're alone. Yeah, I think that's one area that has been frustrating. But at the same time, I think it has also given me an opportunity to reflect and do other things which I never really had time like for. What? Like what? Like what? <laughs> like spending time with the family uh-huh. and uh, and really also uh, 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 check in terms of us, uh, my job, you know, as a coach. There are a lot of things that sometimes you don't really look at them but now you can be able to do that uh, with less pressure like analyzing our uh, each and every player you mm. know in the team mm. and looking at all our videos you know the games which we played and areas where we feel that we can improve in areas where we've done well yeah and uh, i think that's that's one area and i'm still doing that as well and this has given me an opportunity to do that from a a very relaxed, you know, position. Yeah, definitely. It's afforded us some time, I think, just some downtime. And like you said, to reflect, do you cook at all, Coach? Are you like a master chef in the kitchen trying out the latest recipes? Hey, look, I'm, I'm learning. I was uh, bad, really terrible in the kitchen. But now yeah, I'm learning and I think <laughs> I'm getting better and better. <laughs> what, what, was, what was the last dish that you made? 
Uh, I, I, I did the beef lasagna. Hey. And it and came out... It came out perfect, uh, to, to, to be honest. I was also shocked. I was also surprised. <laughs> <laughs> beef lasagna is your forte. I, I, I really outdid myself there. Uh-huh. And, and what did the critics say, those that were eating it? No, they, they were impressed. They were, they, were, they were impressed, you know, mm-hmm. because it took, you know, uh, a lot of time from me as well in terms of, you know, putting it all together. <laughs> so I really needed it to be... The best, and it came out that way. That's great. That's good to know. So Italian food is is now your forte, Coach. Uh, That's nice, though. Coach, but take me back. Take me back to a young Keitano Tembo, and um, how did you think, or what were your hopes and dreams for the way you wanted your life to pan out? Uh, Look, uh, um, I come from a very humble background, uh, born and bred in... uh, in a small town called the Kadoma in, in, in Zimbabwe. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, I think I started, started playing, you know, football from a very young age. Uh, and it was always uh, difficult. I think I only started realizing that I can make a living, you know, from playing football when I was at school. And I was playing for a team which was already... Was it the, high school? High school? Primary school? Yeah, it was high, high school. school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was playing for a team, uh, it was called Super Beef, it was in the second division, second time in, in Zimbabwe. So they used to, you know, pay us in after each and every game. So I used to use that money to buy, never used to really bother my, my parents, you know, mm-hmm. I used to use that money to buy whatever I needed, you know, like whether it was school shoes, uh, school uniform, I I I I looked after myself, and I think that's what made me realize that I can, you know, really make a living, you know, you know, uh, 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 in, uh, by playing football. Yeah. And uh, I ended up, you know, moving from a very small team, and I went straight to play for a very big team in Zimbabwe, Dynamos FC. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, ended up becoming the captain as well in that team, and played for for the national team. Moved to South Africa to play for Seven Stars. And then uh, Super Sport United. Yeah, so yeah. I've been always one, not always one person who really believed in one hard work. And I, I knew that if I put something, you know, my mind on something uh, and put everything that I've got, I will, I will, I will always be, you know, successful. And yeah. that's what I've been doing, you know, throughout my, my, my life. It's, mm. it's mm. always been hard work. But it's, it's one thing ever... to have, I guess, the hard work and the determination, which is something that you have. But who was the person to pick you out and say, Katana, you have talent. You can take this uh, to its highest level. Well, it started with my, 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 my coaches as well uh, uh, from the street. Uh, we used to play in the street, and a lot of people used to always say, "If you, if you, if you stay, you know, focused, you know, you you can, you can, you can, you can, you can, you can achieve, you know, whatever you want to achieve, because mm-hmm. you 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 are very strong mentally." And uh, also, my my coaches as well. Wherever I went, uh, they were always, you know, supportive. And I always ended up being given the responsibility of being a leader in the team, in all the teams that I've played. Yeah. You know, I think because of my commitment as well. 
and it's it's it's, it's it has never been easy, but it's always been you know you know difficult, and I think I've never really had you know something easy mm. you know in mm. life. I've always had to 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 knock doors, you know, break them if I had to you know, for me to get what I I want. Coach, we're going to go to a very quick ad break. Please stay with us. And when we come back, I want to hear from you. And I guess you've got time to think. I don't even think you'd need time to think about this question. But who are your role models as you were growing up? Fifteen fifty one. It is right here on the Touchline. You're listening to Radio Two Thousand Ninety Seven Point Two to One Hundred FM Nationwide. It's the Touchline, and our MVP today is Super Sport United's head coach Keitano Tembo. He's on the line, and we're just chatting about life. Where it is that he found himself, and obviously just the hard work, dedication, uh, in order to get him to to the highest high in his career. Coach, who were your role models growing up? Oh well, there were quite a lot. Uh, I think uh, uh, to start with, I think it started right in my my family. My older brother uh, is only one who used to support me. Mm-hmm. Uh, he always bought me, you know, my bought me my first, you know, uh, football boots uh, because he really believed in me mm-hmm. and. Also, my father as well. Though my father never really watched me play, he only started watch me, watching me play, you know, when he started hearing that your boy is, you know, from people, that your boy is, is talented. Yeah. You, you should, you know, try and watch him. And then he started watching me. And he, 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 he also started encouraging me. And I think uh, uh, that's, that they played a huge role in my, in, my, in, my, in my career and in my life as well. And I think when I moved as well, you know, to play for a team called Super Beef, the coach there, uh, he supported me. And I had my doubts when I had to move to a bigger club, but he said to me, hey, we believe in you. You've got to believe in yourself. Go there and, you know, just, you know, behave the way you've been behaving here Mm. and be committed. Mm. Everything will be okay. And that's what I did. And uh, funny enough, uh, his words really came true. Mm-hmm. And I think as well as I was progressing in my career, I came across a lot of you know good coaches like Coach Gavin Hunt, Coach uh, Stuart Baxter, 
coach Pizzo Musman, whom I played, you know, under uh, Supersport when he was a mm-hmm. head coach in mm-hmm. Supersport. And as well as coach Chuas Baxter, who I thought, you know, took my coaching, my development as a coach to another level because he is one person who, who really believed in me, mm. gave me mm. responsibilities. I remember him telling me when we were playing in Africa, uh, you just tell me, Kaitano, take the team, you know, go to uh, to DRC, when play against uh, TP Mazembe, you are in charge. And he will say to me, remember, if we lose, I I take responsibility. But if we win, it's you. <laughs> and I think that's really meant a lot, you know, to me, that you have someone uh, like Coach, you know, Stuart Baxter to believe in you and give you such responsibilities. I think uh, it took me to another level in terms of also believing in myself as, mm-hmm. a, as, a, as a coach. Mm-hmm. You've said a lot. I mean, there's lots of uh, uh, really good people, coaches who have had and in in your life. Um, but going back to your father, is is sport something? Is football something that he wanted you to pursue? Because I always think of, uh, you know, if I had to think back, um, that sport and maybe the arts, sport and arts, is 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 a hobby more so than what it is a, a, a career. Was it the same sort of uh, in your household where perhaps you should have pursued being a doctor or a lawyer or a teacher and left the sport to to being an extramural activity? Well, I think the reason why my father never really watched me, you know, when when I was playing at a young age is because he, he wanted to, me to follow in his, you know, uh, his footsteps because he was a technician in the post and telecommunications. They used to fix, uh, you know, uh, during those days, the technicians used to fix, uh, you know, the, the landlines, the, 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 those, you know, you know, telephone poles. Yeah, yeah. Those, yeah. So he was a technician there, so he wanted me, you know, to 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 follow in his footsteps. And it was easy for me. I could have, you know, uh, uh, taken that route, but I wasn't really passionate because sometimes it's always about uh, being passionate about something mm. because you, 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 when you got to enjoy what you're doing. Yes. And uh, I really felt uh, happy when I was on a football pitch. And that's when I realized that I want to, you know, see where this is going to take me. Mm, mm, Where the happiness goes. And I mean, it's taken you a long way. Your mom, on the other hand, was she uh, more supportive or or was it the same? Yeah, no, my mom was uh, very, you know, supportive, but uh, uh, she sometimes had to take me to the side and, you know, give me that encouragement. She wouldn't do it in front of my dad, Mm. you know. You know, because uh, you know how it was, you know, during those days, it was always, you know, tough. But she really supported me uh, and my brother as well, uh, when uh, because he was he was also working. So you'll give me whatever I needed, yes. you know, so that I can realize my dream. How, I guess, now that life is where it is and you're doing what you're doing, I mean, do you have someone who's following in your footsteps? Unfortunately, uh, uh, my mom passed away. My 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 father also passed away, and uh, I was the last born mm-hmm. in, uh, in my family. Mm-hmm. And uh, unfortunately, I'm the only one who uh, uh, really went.
went into football and made you know life out of it. My brother, you know, went into business. He runs his own business in in in, in Zimbabwe. Mm-hmm. So at the moment, I'm only one, unless my, maybe my 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 young son, who's yeah. only 15 at the moment. But that one is on is into rugby. Now oh. he never really loves football, but he's is into rugby, he's very good at that. And I gave him that opportunity. Uh, and I could see that there is a little bit of progress and where the school which is uh, playing rugby for and attending school, they've got scouts from, you know, teams like Blue Bulls and they're quite happy with him. Mm-hmm. And I can see that he enjoys that, he loves that. And uh, all I can do is to try and support him. That's nice. Do you raise your children differently compared to how you were raised? Most definitely. I think uh, we were, it was tough. We were raised in a different way, but it was one, well, so it, was, it's, it was only one way. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, you never really had a, uh, we never really knew our parents at that time. And uh, for me, I spend a lot of time with my, with my kids. I need to know them, I need to understand them. And they must also understand me. But at the same time, I think it's always about support. Uh, support is very key uh, because you don't want your, your, your child, you know, to spend, you know, years and years doing something they don't really love. Yeah. And only realize later on that, you know what, this wasn't meant for me. Mm. So give them an opportunity at a young age to, to find, you know, discover themselves. And that's how I try and raise my, 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 my kids. One of the, the older one. She's a lawyer because she wanted to to go that route, yeah. and uh, and she enjoys it. You know, she's she's very good at that, and I think that's that's very key. It is, it is to live out your passion, you know, and choose the journey that you want to embark on, Coach. Um, Keitano Tembo is our MVP right here on the Touchline today. If it is that you'd like to ask the coach a question, please be my guest. You can give me a buzz on 089-110-2000 and you can ask him the question yourself live on the airwaves. Coach, with everything that you've told me in terms of your background, I mean, how you were raised, uh, by taking responsibility just for yourself with the money that you earned to see yourself through, if I had to pick up the phone and call any of your players now, in three words, how would they describe you? Um, Only three words. Uh, hardworking. Uh-huh. Uh, calm. Uh-huh. Professional. I like the second one, calm, because in all my interactions with you, whether you've won on uh, on the touchline where I am, whether you've lost, whether it was a torrid day where does that calmness come from? How do you compose to to the point where it's almost as if inside you might be dying, but on the surface, you're not about to let anybody know <laughs> how you're really feeling? Uh, well, I think there's some uh, uh, things you go through as a player. And uh, some of those you know, things, you'll never find them in any coaching course. You've got to go through that. And uh, I, I do understand as well from a, a player's point of view. When players are, you know, people, we tend to believe that when the team loses, players don't feel the pain. Mm. Uh, they do feel the pain. And uh, sometimes I also feel the pain. But it's, at the same time, it's only about uh, five minutes or two minutes after the game. So you've got to try and compose yourself uh, because otherwise... Uh, you 
end up saying things which might not be correct because you are emotional. Yeah. And it's always important for to spend more time on yourself and think about yourself. So in each and every game, I always look at myself and say, have I done enough first before I can look at anyone else? And mm-hmm. uh, I have to ask as well, you know, people around me, technical team, what did you see? What what happened? What happened? So so that I can be able to have a sober sober uh, approach approach, yeah. you know, to 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 each and everything that I do or say, and and I've always, you know, believed in uh, in, in 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 the players, and believe in people who are around me, and I always try and make sure that. I I I I give them, you know, the opportunity as well to 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 reflect mm. because we all do that. And if we if it's always gonna be about me, then it is always gonna be a problem. So I always try and make sure that I give our players, you know, responsibilities. And the, my type of coaching is I've got a structure, yeah. and uh, with that structure we have principles. So I coach a structure rather than coaching mistakes mm. and, you know, checking if all the principles have been followed. So mistakes are always going to be made. Yeah. And in that structure, you are also given room and, you know, space to be creative, to be you, because we we are a group, but at the same time, we've got individuals right. as well. It's right. Yeah. yeah, you're very right. How would you say, I mean, the culture at Supersport differs from any other team in the APSA Premiership? Well, I think for us, we 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 believe more in the human uh, uh, because we 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 treat each and everyone as human beings before they become as uh, football players. It's not just a job uh, that we say. You know what? You come in here, you do your job, and you go home. We we treat everyone more like a family. We are like, we are a family, yeah. and you know, in a family, it's always about taking care of each other. Uh, and that's what we do mm-hmm. as a club, and mm-hmm. that has been the culture of the club for quite some time. It's always about uh, family. How do you, as a family, who always look after each other, now look after each other, even though you're together, uh, you're apart, but you come together, how in this time do you care for each other? Well, I think this time uh, it's more communication. Hmm. Uh, because if you look at our team, I've uh, got probably about 10 uh, under 23s in yes. the team. Yes, And some of them, are when lockdown started, uh, I've got Jamie Webb, Luke they are, they are from they are from Stellenbosch, uh, Cape Town. Uh, and there's Jones Lung and uh, Moses Waiswa, they are from Uganda and Zambia. And they're all young, they're all 21, 22. So you've got to constantly talk to them. You've got to communicate with them because they miss home. They don't know what's going on, mm. and it's 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 not easy. It's it's tough, but we always try and communicate. It's not only me who communicates with them. Uh, we've got people also always checking on them and how are they doing. Uh, if they need anything, we 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 talk. And I think uh, talking has been very key, important, you know, for us. Definitely. Communication is key. Coach, we're going to go to the line. Stay on the line. We're going to welcome into our conversation Collett. He's out in Johannesburg. Collett, a warm welcome to the show. You're live on the air. Go ahead. Oh, 
Oh, okay, Sister Romy, how are you? Sister always Romy? good, always good. Thank you, the coach is listening. Ah, uh, fine, thank you. Ah, oh, oh, I only have one question to my coach, then, Mr. Kaiminsa, Mr. Tembo. Because mm-hmm. I used to watch him at Rufaro Stadium playing uh, when he was still playing for Dynamos. No, the thing is, what I want to ask is, what, let's say he was given, he's given a job to coach the national team, let's say back to Zim. Is mm-hmm. he going to go back to coach Zim and leave there? Or let's say he's given a job to coach any national team. Is he likely to take the job? Thank, Thank you. you very much if you can answer me that question. Thank you, Khaled. Coach, would you would you take up such a big offer and, and leave South Africa? Uh, look, uh, I'm a coach and I think uh, for me, I'm been, I've been uh, one and a half seasons. You know, this is my second season as a head coach uh, at Supersport United and I think I haven't really achieved much uh, at the club. For me to be really thinking about... Uh, other opportunities. I think I need to, you know, improve and be a better coach because, you know, it's it's it's, it's an opportunity that I have been given by the club, and uh, for me, I'm still very, uh, very raw, you know, mm-hmm. in terms of, you know, being a head coach. But with time, you know, most definitely with time, because I'm a coach, I would also want to coach at the highest level. But I think for now. My focus is at Supersport United because I want to I wanna achieve more and uh, I want to be as better as I can and use this platform that I've been given by the club, you know, to, 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 to do that. Yeah, let's go to Newcastle. Lemmy is standing by. Lemmy, good afternoon. Welcome. How are you, Romain? Always good, thank you. The coach is listening. You can go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kaitano Temba, I think your story is that one of a hard worker. I remember the days when you you came to South Africa playing for seven stars. Yeah, the type of players you played along with. I'm reminded of Elder Bettina. I just wanted to find out from you, are you in contact with all those players? Because they were great players you played along at uh, seven stars. Thank you, Lemmy. Thank you. Coach, yeah. mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, uh, good question from uh, from Lenny because uh, <laughs> I think uh, uh, just yesterday I was talking I was talking to Ed of mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. He's around. He's also coaching, you know, in academy called called Chumba Academy in uh, in in Jobek. We we always in contact. We we communicate. We talk. You know, we 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 encourage each other. And I think uh, there are quite a lot of players that I've played with, you know, who are still in, you know, contact with. And uh, I, I think we, we can never lose contact as, you know, former footballers. Yeah. Coach, I know Collett asked you, would, it, would you go back home and coach uh, the national team of Zim? But also, do you look at what is happening in terms of the landscape of the country where you're from? And feel some sort of a responsibility to to go back, to give back, especially in the sport that you love. I mean, I watch Kirsty Coventry and see what it is that she's trying to build in sports, arts and culture, even though I, I think it's slightly different compared to ours. You know, as a young woman, as a, a young mom as well, as an Olympian, they're going back and, and plowing back. Is there any sense of responsibility for you to, to do the same? Yeah, you know, most definitely. I think you've mentioned, you know, Kirsty. Uh, I think she's really done well, you know, so far in terms of trying to improve 
the administration parts of the game in in in, in sport in general in Zimbabwe, mm-hmm. and that has been very encouraging, you know, for all of us. And I think one day I would also want to go back and give back, and you know, especially with where I am at the moment, I'm. Um, getting the best knowledge I can get, you know, especially yes. in South Africa. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it would be good for me to go back and, you know, uh, give back, you know, what I've learned here in South Africa. Let's go back to the lines now. Anele is in Dundee. Welcome, Anele. Uh, good afternoon, Romy. Hi, go ahead. And good afternoon to Coach uh, Kaitano. Afternoon, Anele. How are you? I'm good, thanks. And how are you, uh, Coach? I'm all right. Good. Hey, Coach, uh, I would like to congratulate you, uh, Coach. Uh, the achievement that you've uh, uh, done in, at Supersport and the success that you've brought into the team, uh, Coach. Uh, but one question for me, uh, Coach, is that uh, taking into account the departure of uh, Dean Furman uh, this season, uh, how are you going to fill up his role or which players do you think will take up his role permanently because he has been a very creative and very uh, important player in your setup? Well, that's a hell of a question. Uh, <laughs> I think <laughs> very good question, you Indeed. know, to, to, to be honest. I think uh, uh, Dean Femen has been uh, a true, true, true warrior, true uh, reflection of a Supersport United player. Uh, he's been a leader. We've been, we've, we have built the team around him because very committed not one day you see Dean giving you less than 120%. Mm. It might be on the field, all over the pitch. And I think he's really done well in terms of, you know, uh, helping the development of our young players like Tebohom uh, Mokwena, uh, Sipombule, uh, Jamie Weber, uh, Luke Flores, yeah. Moses Waiswa. And he's played a huge role in terms of holding their hands and showing them how a pro- true professional behaves. And we're going to really miss him, you know, to, to, to be honest. It's one hole which will be div- difficult to fill. Mm. And there is not going to be another Dean Femen, to be honest. I don't think we'll be able to find a player like him. Uh, but at the same time, it's an opportunity for, for, for the young players who've been, you know, been rubbing shoulders with him for the past five years, you know, to, to carry the button. And and see, I think we've got the last six games for us to 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 to, to assess that and you know see if we we really need to fill you know that gap because I think we've got only we've got about four players in that position mm-hmm. who are all under 23. Okay. Uh, so it's a, it's a it's an opportunity for them to come up and raise their their, their hands and you know be able to replace him uh, in that role. But to be honest. There is no another Dean, you know, feminine that mm. we can find anyway. I understand. To, to I, I, yeah, I understand what you're saying. No one can really replace him, but the role, yes, definitely can be replaced. Let's go to yes. Temba out in Tembisa on line four. Temba, you're live on the air. Great. Good afternoon. How are you, man? Always good, thank you. You can go ahead. Good afternoon, Coach. Afternoon, Temba. How are you? I'm good, man. Uh, Firstly, I just want to congratulate you for the, uh, the job well done. And I've been, been following you since your uh, playing days, the discipline and the well-organized uh, player and the human being. So I want to ask, Coach, since you were the defender and the, the style of play that has been 
produced now in a more modern football. Uh, change each and every time. Which kind of style of play you believe in? Defensive or offensive one? Thank you. Thank you so much, Temba. Uh, well, uh, Temba, in terms of uh, our game model, I think uh, uh, we've got uh, very good young players coming through from our academy, good technical players uh, who, who are very effective, you know, in terms of uh, the way we play. Uh, it's it's not about playing offensive or defensive because in each and every game you, are, you we are expected to defend you are expected to 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 to, to attack because you won't win games if you don't score goals mm. uh, we try and play effective football when i say effective football it's uh, there are roles and uh, responsibilities uh, for example when we go forward each and everyone has got a role to play in terms of us going forward mm-hmm. as a team. And when we have to defend, each and every uh, player has roles you know, and responsibilities. That's why earlier on I spoke about the structure, I spoke about you know, principles uh, uh, in our structure. Uh, but for me, with the type of players we have, it's always to make sure that we have the ball because we want to score, you know, score goals yeah. and try and, you know, Get into effective areas as quick as we can. Uh, that's our type of, you know, play. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That is your type of play. Would I say you're a brave coach for entrusting that to young players? Or is this the way the world is going? You know, where, yes, you rely on the experience, but you've also got to, like you said, there's five players who can take up the position of, of, of Dean Furman's. Uh, and this is where the future lies. Yeah, you know, look, uh, uh, I've spent about 10 years, you know, working in the academy. And uh, I know the amount of work which has been put in our academy. And I, I know that our young players, they are looking for those opportunities. And you just need someone to be brave enough, you know, as much as I'm expected to win. But uh, I think uh, when you have, you know, young players, uh, you've got more opportunities, you know, to, to, to win games. But at the same time, as long as you have, you know, the right spine, like what we had, we've got Ronwen in goals, mm-hmm. uh, Clayton Daniels in the uh, centre-back, and we had Dean Femen, you know, in midfield, mm-hmm. and uh, we had, we have uh, 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 Bradley Krobra in, in Gabuza in attack. And so that's a spine which is very strong and which will be complemented by... You know, you know the players, the young players around them, yeah. and uh, uh, and if for us, you know, it's always about believing in what we have in our academy and giving those young players an opportunity. Like you said, that's where the game is going. You know, like now after the the the, the coronavirus pandemic, uh, it's it's not going to be the same. You know, in terms of you know us having a bigger budget to 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 to, to buy players, so it's all now about coaching. Uh, you've got to create players which you want, you know, to play in your team. But you can only do that by coaching them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you hit the nail on the head, actually. Listen, because we had Stan Matthews on the show, and this is what he had to say, and it's it's pretty much aligned to what you just said now, Coach. They're burpees in their living rooms, they're jogging up their stairs, they're running in their driveways. 
they're posting their heart rates and their workload every day on the Fitbit monitors and uh, on the smartwatches. So technology's given us a little bit of a gift yeah. in that way. I think all of a sudden we're all on Zoom and we're all uh, FaceTiming and, and thank God, you know, that we can have that connectivity mm -hmm. um, at this difficult time. That is what Stan Matthews had to say when we had him on the show not too long ago. Coach, you said you had that time to reflect, right? Uh, especially now that a, a coronavirus has afforded us a downtime with your and an analysis of the various games. In your words, though, how how would you rate the team that you coach and the position that we find ourselves on, taking into consideration that the league isn't it it isn't over. Uh, look, I think uh, we we will be the first ones to be, you know, if we really look at ourselves and, you know, uh, and see with what we have, the quality we have in our team and uh, where we are at the moment. I would say probably we will seven or eight points uh, short. And when I say so, it's because there are games which we lost, we could have won, there are games which we drew. We could have won, and I'm only talking about games where we were leading. Uh, I remember the Black Lepers game, we were leading 2-1. With a minute to go, we considered a penalty, mm. and it was a 2-2 draw. Uh, Stellenbosch at home, we were leading 1-0. And uh, five minutes to go, we we considered a, a, a goal. And uh, those are some of the games which come to mind that I would say it's, we'll say four points already dropped. Uh, and those are games we were right in control, you know, in control of the matches uh, that we could have won. I remember another one as well against uh, Marisbeck. We were leading 2-1. Uh, with a minute to go, they got mm. a goal. Mm. Laps in concentration. And I think uh, as a team, we are the first ones, you know, to criticize ourselves. No, look, we could have been in a better position uh, than where we are at the moment, but at the same time, uh, you 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 got to to appreciate the players uh, with the amount of you know effort, the amount of work they've put in, you know, to be where we are at the moment. I think we said, uh, yes. though we have played you know more games than you know probably Vets and, and and Pirates, but nevertheless, we 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 are in a very comfortable you know you know position. Uh, but we we are a team which is improving gradually. Mm. Uh, mm. Last season, we 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 when I if I start from when I when when I took over, I took over when we were 14th. I think we were two points uh, from the bottom, and that season I was caretaker coach and we finished seventh. Mm -hmm. uh, I took over with only seven games to go, and mm. we finished seventh. And the following season, that was last season, we we got into MT and eight. We lost it to uh, Cape Town City on penalties, and we finished sixth. 
And this current season, we go to the MTN8 final and then we won it. Yeah. And we are currently uh, third. And I think we are the only team in the league at the moment as well, which has played, the, which has given more, you know, game time to young players. Mm. Young players who are under 23. So for me, we are a team which is, you know, uh, in, which is in the right direction in terms of, you know, building the foundation, in terms of, you know, looking at we, where we want to go. Yeah. And I think within the next two or three years, we'll have, you know, a team full of maybe under 24s. Mm. And a little earlier, you said you haven't achieved much yet, Coach. I mean, from the story you're telling me, it seems like you've achieved quite a lot. No, nah, not necessarily. <laughs> uh, not necessarily, to be to be honest. I think uh, Supersport is a it's, it's it's a very ambitious club where you always have to uh, work hard uh, because uh, the the expectations are always high. And I, I, I think it's always important for us to, to, to continue working hard because I think we can still achieve more. Mm. What more would you like to achieve, Coach? I mean, on your before it is that perhaps you, you move on from this team, if you do, what do you want to achieve? What is on that list of things to do? Uh, for me, I would, want, uh, I would want us to win the league because uh, we've been winning cup you know, cups for the past uh, nine years. Uh, I think the last time we won, you know, the league, it was when we won a treble, you know, when uh, Coach Gavin was a coach. Mm-hmm. And uh, for for us, I think we should have had, you know, that could have been uh, the foundation for us to be fighting for the league consistently. And I think after that, we went off the rubber, rather a little bit and, we started focusing on winning, you know, trophies instead of, you know, giving our all to win the league. Mm. And probably I think if 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 we build our team properly, like the young players which we have, uh, I think in the next two to three seasons we might be able to be, you know, you know, really f- putting in a, a fight for the league because last season as well I think we with about six games we were four points. Uh, it, uh, we were four points behind uh, uh, Sundowns, the team which won the league. And we are not that far, and which means that if we can work a little bit hard, uh, we can, you know, put our, 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 our name in the head as well. Mm, mm. What is your hope, Coach? Because obviously now coronavirus, uh, it has been a lockdown. Sport has been halted. And what, what are you really hoping happens so that we could see the league through to, to, to the end? Well, I think for me, it's, I think what comes first is, you know, the health of the, the players, the health of the technical team, and everyone involved in, in sport first. And I think if we can be able to, 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 because now it also boils down to, you know, personal hygiene. Mm. And it's not going to be safe, the same now, you know, things, a lot of things have got to change. And with us as well, we're trying to figure out how are we going to be able to, to to go about it in terms of training, you know, with this social distancing, you know, it's, which means the training is going to change as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's quite a lot. And now I would want us to get back, you know, to the field and make sure that we finish off the, the, the league and then we can be able to, 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 to start again. Yeah.
Yeah. So are you hoping? You're hoping that, yes, we go ahead, perhaps behind closed doors. Or are you happy? Are you happy with third position if everything was to be frozen and said, this is it. This is how it's going to be. This is where we end. No, for me, I think uh, uh, I'm, I'm hoping that we finish the league. Uh, because I think if we finish the league, it's also, you know, good for our league as well. Mm. And it's good for the sponsors because we've got to think about the sponsors as well, which are the main players in terms of our, our game. So it will be uh, good for us to, f- to to finish the league for, for our dignity as well as the league as well. For us to, you know, you know finish the league rather than calling it null and void or yeah. to just say, yeah. you know, we win the league. Uh, we feel we finish it as it is. I would want us to, you know, to 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 finish it. Mm-hmm. I think many a fan uh, feels uh, shares the same sentiments, coach. Uh, in closing, if you think of your years as a coach for a team that you played for as well, now you are the coach. What is your fondest memory as head coach? Hey, well, I think my. <laughs> My fondest memory, obviously, to be you know winning the uh, the MTN eight, uh, uh, especially after missing it out, you know, last season. Mm. Uh, I think uh, it's my greatest achievement so far. But uh, I think the the one which also comes to mind is when I was caretaker coach when I had to go to play TP Mazembe. Yeah. Uh, when we drew two two in uh, in in Kinshasa, uh, I think uh, that game still always you know you know reflects in my in my in my mind because mm. uh, the atmosphere what happened there and it it was one game which also gave me a lot of confidence as an as a, as a coach and as an individual. Mm, mm. Beautiful coach, beautiful memories as I relive those with you. Thank you. Thank you for being our MVP on the show today, uh, for spending some of your Saturday here with the Radio 2000 listeners and everything of the best, coach. Thank you very much for having me, Romy, and uh, please stay safe. You too, coach. Thank you very much. Coach Keitano Tembo there of Supersports United telling us his story from where it all started to where he is now. Some highs, some lows as well, but nothing ever coming easy, he says. He had to literally break down the doors if it is that he, you know, was determined enough in order to know that that is the journey and, and the road that he wants to travel. So Supersports United doing very well. Third on the log currently. He also talks about, uh, yes, the loss uh, of uh, Dean Furman as Anele called in and asked. But also that the under-23s, you know, form a very big part uh, of this team. And yes, at 23, we still regard them as the young players, you know, taking a look at the country's history and also by when players started playing. But that this is the future because in a season or two, this is going to be the team to be reckoned with, with the expertise that they had, having groomed them from the very beginning all the way up. So I'm afraid I'm not going to say reach us out, reach out to us on our WhatsApp number during the show. Um, it went on a walkabout. It will be coming back in the arms of uh, Reggie Philander, I believe. Reggie. Uh, but what you can do is give us a buzz on 089-110-2000 or reach out. It's very simple. On our social media, Facebook, Radio 2000 and our Twitter.